Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. For every joyous example of WWE getting things unquestionably right over the last five years, there have most definitely been just as many, if not more times, when Vince McMahon and co. got it all wrong and then some. So I am Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are the 10 worst WWE storylines over the last five years. Number 10, Shane McMahon, best in the world. Jumping back to late 2018, that year's crown jewel summed up where the often excruciating product was at perfectly. But it was Shane McMahon who left the sourest taste in their universe's mouths. And if that hilariously foolish decision to have the commissioner of SmackDown win the WWE World Cup wasn't painful enough, the eventual heel turn that followed in 2019 managed to also produce a staggering amount of simply dreadful occurrences. The entirely unwanted presence brought the worst out of The Miz, Roman Reigns, and Kevin Owens in the coming months. And fans were forced to sit through that best in the world entrance for a frankly ridiculous amount of time too. There's go-home heat, and then there's stop cogging up the wrestling show with this overindulgent idiocy heat. Number 9. Retribution are here. An invading group of aggressive newcomers is a rather tried and tested concept in the world of sports entertainment. But a landscape-shifting debut on the same level as a Shield or Nexus was sadly nowhere to be seen on the night a certain Retribution decided to start vandalizing WWE's Performance Center back in August 2020. And the entire thing was taken up a few more silly notches when the group were ultimately revealed to be a set of hilariously rebranded, terribly masked one-time NXT faces. Slapjack, T-Bar, Mace, Retaliation, and Reckoning didn't exactly dominate the show out of the gates. Not even the reveal of Mustafa Ali acting as the group's unlikely leader could spark any genuine interest in a once-promising angle. By early 2021, the group had already run its course, and WWE mercifully moved on from this misfiring invasion. Number 8. Dean Ambrose Hates Germs In Seth Rollins vs. Dean Ambrose, the pair's built-in shield history and the fact the latter had suddenly decided to stab his former brother in the back on the night of Roman Reigns' heartbreaking leukemia announcement armed WWE with a tale capable of producing one of the most personal and heated rivalries of modern times. But in typical Vinnie Mac fashion, the boss traded the emotional for the ridiculous, and Ambrose soon found himself getting vaccinated in the ass and sporting a gas mask in his bids to keep himself from catching the illnesses found in the WWE universe. However, it was the fact WWE tried to infuse Reigns' real-life battle with cancer into the floundering program, with Ambrose claiming that his one-time brother now had to answer to the man upstairs for his shield crimes, that really cemented this one as a truly appalling on-screen tale. Number 7. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus tackle addiction. WWE haven't exactly got the best track record when it comes to the handling of rather sensitive subjects. So when it became clear that the company were deciding to fold Jeff Hardy's very real personal struggles with addiction into his feud with Sheamus, many understandably braced themselves for an uncomfortable few weeks of TV. On the back of Jeff being accused of hitting Elias with his car whilst under the influence, it was soon revealed that the Celtic Warrior had actually set up the charismatic enigma. And in order to guarantee a match between the rivals at Backlash, Hardy was forced to take a urine test in the middle 
of the ring, as you do. Then, after labeling Hardy as a junkie and earning a face full of piss for his troubles, Sheamus ultimately picked up the win at the PLE before the two brawled it out in a bar fight. But despite Hardy claiming that he was actually pretty happy with the storyline, most at home would have preferred not to have had his ongoing struggles exploited for the sake of adding some cheap drama to the disturbing on-screen tale. Number 6. Alexa Bliss Gets Spooky Alexa Bliss's corrupting at the hands of Bray Wyatt's fiendish alter ego provided the Thunderdome era with some of its darkest days, and not in the way WWE were likely aiming for. The one-time goddess soon morphed into something of a creepy supernatural schoolgirl who possessed the power to transform a WWE ring into a playground and launch fireballs out of her fingerless gloves. Bliss continued to quote-unquote torment the roster with her stuffed doll by the name of Lily, who bizarrely managed to turn former MMA fighter Shayna Baszler into a sniveling wreck. And if you needed an indication as to what the live reaction would have been to these anything but terrifying or tense occurrences, then look no further than the sea of indifference that met Bliss's most recent Uncle Howdy spooky interactions towards the back end of 2022 and start of 2023. Number 5. The Fiend and Randy Orton Get Fiery and Gooey There were a few campy highlights, admittedly, but those fond muscle man memories were entirely overshadowed by Wyatt's eventual reigniting of his longtime rivalry with Randy Orton. Trying to really double down on the concept of The Fiend being WWE's own unbeatable horror movie monster, the pair's fiery back and forth ultimately led to Wyatt being literally burned alive for the TLC Firefly Inferno win. But because you can never truly keep a good children's TV show host alter ego down, the outrageousness reached new unprecedented levels, with an utterly scorched fiend returning from the ashes to help Bliss uncomfortably straddle Orton at Fastlane 2021. And the payoff to all this fire and black goo madness? A veteran Orton once again getting the better of his one-time Wyatt family teammates on the grandest stage. At least it didn't go down inside of a bright red cage though, yeah? Number 4, Seth Rollins gets ruined by The Fiend Despite the buzz surrounding this fearsome new creature, Wyatt's obliterating of Legends and Finn Balor hinted at a rather disastrous fate for whichever poor soul ended up in a legitimate feud with him first. Then Universal Champion Seth Rollins, who just about found his feet as a top babyface after a bumpy initial spell with the belt, drew the short straw in the end. And his red light filtered Hell in a Cell war with Wyatt that ended in a controversial and nonsensical referee stoppage ultimately did neither man any real favours. But at least the hottest toy in town managed to get his hands on the soon-to-be blue belt in their follow-up Saudi Falls Count Anywhere fight, and detrimental feud as a whole resulted in a destroyed Beast Slayer character being well and truly dragged to hell though, with Rollins sitting as the first of many forced into a change on the back of an unwelcome Wyatt rivalry. Number 3. The Demon King Returns to Tumble at Extreme Rules Rather than learning from those prior supernatural fumbles though, the boss thought it better to book himself into the pointless corner of having Finn Balor's genuinely intriguing comeback play out opposite an all-conquering Roman Reigns, and the results were about as deflating as you could possibly imagine. Nobody legitimately thought the first ever Universal Champion would be able to walk out of extreme rules with the belt he never lost. Also, by the time Balor did finally go full Demon King, the fact Brock Lesnar had already been teed up as Reigns' next real superstar challenger made the sight of the painted being tumbling off a snap top rope in the pair's eventual PLE title match feel about as disheartening as it was inevitable. What a waste, eh? Number 2. The Miz and Dexter Loomis's Never-Ending Story For a time, it did actually seem as though WWE were attempting to have a bit of fun with the arrival of longtime staring artist Dexter Loomis when he made his return to the company in August. However, on the back of a few interesting Raw appearances consisting of him initially being arrested in the crowd and subsequently kidnapping The Miz, things soon started to go a bit south, and they proceeded to do so for a whopping four months. The mystery as to why Loomis had chosen to target Miz in the first place became less interesting by the week. Then, when it was finally revealed that Loomis had bafflingly actually been originally hired by the A-lister to stalk him as a way of getting more eyes on the Grand Slam 
champion. Instead of wrapping up the trundling story, the pair went on to continue their battle for a few more painful weeks. And even the apparent payoff of Loomis earning himself a WWE contract and the stalking money he was owed was soiled by Miz ultimately winning the latter back in an unwanted ladder match. Awesome, this was not. Number one, the big dog food feud with Baron Corbin. The program that brought with it the last time the tribal chief had his shoulders pinned to the mat for the one, two, three, this may be. But it was also the long running tale that saw more canine obsessed antics than any long suffering WWE fan ever thought possible. Big dog mascots with additional howling pooch tron entrances. And not one, but two dog food scenarios involving both performers being drenched in the stuff acted as the obvious lowlights. The two would battle it out on PLE on three separate occasions. Relentlessly boring, uninspired segments and consistently underwhelming in-ring showings, absolutely nobody involved in the war between Corbin and his goons and the pre-head-of-the-table bloodline actually benefited from this water-treading nonsense in the slightest. But at least Corbin got a stat out of it that he's still clinging on to for dear life to this day, eh? And that's our list. No any other WWE storylines of the last five years that were the absolute worst? Let us know all about them in the comment section right down below, and do not forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're at it. Also, if you like this kind of thing, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right this second is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Thank you, as always, for watching this lovely video today. Hopefully, I'll see your faces very, very soon. But in the meantime, just be good to yourself. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 